Elevate Effect podcast, where we give you the resources to take you from workloads to workflows. I'm your host, Courtney. I'm an online systems educator for coaches. Fueled by cold brew and a love for watching endless reruns of Friends, I'm here to give you the tools and the support you need to scale your business and take back charge of your life and your time. So pour yourself a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's do the damn thing. Okay, guys, I am so excited for today's episode because we are going to be bringing you another ClickUp case study episode. Today, we are talking with Flavia and Fernanda. Um, They are co-owners of Upstaging Seattle. It's a home staging company, and they help high-volume real estate agents with tailored staging packages from entry-level to multi-million-dollar properties. Um, And I like kind of how I talked to them before. They are going to do such an amazing job letting you guys know their story. Um, It is truly so inspiring. Every time you guys had actually recently posted on Instagram, um, how you guys got started, uh, you're, I think it was like a little video or reel recently. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad. And so thankful that we got to work with you guys because it is so inspiring hearing how you guys got started. So if you guys want to go ahead and give everybody a little bit of a deep dive into who you are, a little bit about your business and how you guys got started, that would be fantastic. So we are both from Brazil, but we met here in Seattle. And it was through a Facebook group. And in the beginning, we started as staging for one of our friends. And she had her own inventory. And I worked full-time for Nordstrom at the time. And Fernanda had her interior design business and a full-time mom. So after working hours, we would go and stage homes, which was like from 5 to 10 at night. And we would go grab a bottle of wine, sushi, and uh, just get to design and laugh together. And it was so much fun. Right after that, we did that for a year and we felt like our vision wasn't aligned with the person that we were working with at the time. So we decided, let's just take a break and see where we wanted to go from here. So we, Fernando went to Brazil and one of our friends in common reached out and she said, hey, I heard you guys have a staging business. Do you want to stage this project for me? And I was like, yeah, we definitely do. And that was kind of like a very big motivation, like to just start our own business. And we're like, yeah, now we have a staging business. (laughs) We really started by like combining our leftovers that we had together, like stuff that she wasn't using anymore in her house and I wasn't using anymore. So like we just basically combined that and bought a few more things and somehow Flavia made a profit of $500 after that project, after paying for like stuff that we had to rent and all of that. And that was the beginning of upstaging Seattle. We started with that $500 initial investment and just kept rolling in, rolling in. And so we made, it was like funny because we made that $500 and we started an Instagram account. And we had like two posts on Instagram. And then my, it was our second client who reached out and he asked, oh, are you guys available for a staging project? And Instagram really helped us 
take off with our business. I was going to say, you guys have a beautiful Instagram account every time. I mean, nobody on this podcast episode can see what the back of my office looks like right now, but I'm just like, I see the pictures on your guys' Instagram that you staging and staging these beautiful homes. I'm like, can you come stage my house permanently? (laughs) Because we just, (laughs) (laughs) we actually love staging and like design, but we have very little time for that now because we are running this seven-figure business now, and it's become a beast of its own. You know, it started very differently, just Flavia and I having clients, but now it's like we're running a team, we're running an operation, like things need to be on schedule, like communication needs to be flowing. So it's a whole different business than what we started. Yeah. Yeah. And just grown exponentially too. I mean, the success that you guys have seen is just incredible. That's why I said, it's just, it's been so inspiring to watch you guys, um, even just over the past couple of months, you know, just grow and continue to, um, serve so many different types of people. And I think, you know, we loved working on your ClickUp setup because it was such a fun project outside of just the typical online business, if that makes sense. And so it was fun for us to get to be creative because the types of businesses that we work with are typically pretty similar in nature. And your also was so unique and so much fun for us to get to kind of explore. Well, obviously like ClickUp's like our love language, like we like to say. So we got to dabble in our love language a little bit more and it was so much fun for us. Um, and I know that prior to working with us, you guys were managing your client workflow in Trello and Google Sheets. So what was that moment for you guys where you really decided, okay, we need more support in our business. And really was that like turning point where you decided, okay, we have to make a change. What, what was that moment for you guys? I think it was for me, it was talking with Lyric <laughs> who actually brought you guys to us. But I just felt like her business was so organized and she had like a good pipeline of her workflow. And we had like multiple Google Sheets and we had multiple calendar invite apps, Trello. We tried Asana and we kind of tried like a little bit of everything and was a piece of the business. Every piece was in a different software app spreadsheets, Google Docs. And I was like, wow, it would be amazing if we could have like one-stop shop and we kind of like combine all of this information together. So I think that's what opened my eye to wanting to explore ClickUp. And I think for us, the more we grow, the more we realize that we have to be able to empower people to do their jobs and delegate. But People can't do their jobs without the information that they need. So like creating a hub for all of that. Like we worked really hard last year in creating like some SOPs for our processes. So it's really nice to be able to like tell our team now, okay, we have an SOP for that. Go open the file and you'll see SOP manual. And it's going to be there. There's a manual on how to use this, on how to send this email. So I think that's been like life changing because we we didn't have that. So when you're managing a big team, it's like, how do I tell somebody to do something if they don't even know how to do it? So it would be easier for us to just pick up and do their, you know, whatever they're, they're not understanding, but then they never learn. Yeah, absolutely. So I think the management of a team was like impossible without it. 
Yeah. That actually like perfectly leads into my next question, which was going to be around team, because another thing that was a unique about you guys is you do have such a large team, you know, which is amazing, but it is challenging in terms of team management, in terms of communication, who's responsible for what and knowing how to delegate successfully and being able to delegate successfully to where you guys aren't the bottleneck anymore. Like people aren't having to consistently come to you and ask, how do I do this? How do I do this? Where do you need me to step in and help? So how do you feel like click up? And I know you kind of just spoke to this a little bit, but supported overall team management communication as a team, because again, like, and I know you guys have a larger team in comparison to some of the remote businesses that we've worked with. So how do you feel like that really made a change for you guys with your team? Well, it's like a continuous improvement, you know, because there is definitely that first part where he was really clunky and people are really resistant at first. Like, it's not very easy to implement new software because even though it's hard for people to do the the way they know, um, it's still the way they know. So when they have to do their jobs and learn a new software on top of it, it tends to be really overwhelming. So I totally get that side of it. And I think it's it's a process, you know, we're slowly transitioning into people understanding more how to work and like how to create their own spaces, how to be able to like uh, manage your tasks, your deadlines, like what is your high priority, low priority, like really being able to play around with that has been amazing and then they start to be more receptive the more they learn the more they're able to be empowered to find their questions you know and I think that being such a large team it's really hard to onboard people at the same time like we don't really have the time to like sit through and be like this is how you do it and you know and some things only practice makes you learn like you can watch a video for like and you guys are so good at like putting together all these things. And like, we know that if we look back, all the answers are there, but sometimes you kind of have to dig around and like find out on your own. So I think that we're like finally in this like transition now that like the resistance is way less and we're starting to like really embrace it as a team. Like how do we collectively use this to make our communication more efficient? And so I think we're getting there. Yeah. Well, and I think you brought up a really good point and I'm glad you did because, you know, with anything new that you implement in your business, there's going to be resistance. It's going to be a hard transition, right? It's not always easy to implement change, especially when you're working with a lot of other people. Um, and so, you know, whenever we, we do these click up setups, we always kind of talk about, you know, team and client buy-in, right? You know, we can build out an amazing system for somebody, but you have to be willing to dabble in it and do you know, every single day, like building a habit, right? You have to start, like we can give all the trainings and resources, but the more that you get your your hands dirty, so to speak, and get in there and really work in it on your own, that's when it starts to kind of become more habit, more second nature, and you start to become more familiar with it. But there is a learning curve, right? 100%. And I think Flavia and I started to use it just like for our communication, you know, being able to set these parts of the business that like maybe it's just hidden for both of us but we're able to like put in our notes for something and we're both able to see it like as the, the more you grow the more your communication needs to be so efficient 
And we started to like take notes when we meet and like set a timer on ClickUp and say, okay, we're gonna talk about this for 27 minutes and we're gonna put a deadline for it. So that's been so amazing to be able to use that as owners. And then I think that really helps get people on board because we're learning how to communicate through there and really using it, like getting our hands dirty. <laughs> yeah, I think it became like a really good way for us to be able to track like multiple different facets of the business uh, because it was harder for us having like the financial somewhere and having the employees in another place and having the daily tasks in another place and social media. So we're still getting hang of it, but I think it's really nice just saying like everything is in here and it's just a matter of we're going to manage all of this information. So I think that's really helpful because before we would have different spreadsheets or sometimes we would like do our notebook or notes on iPhone and then you don't quite remember where, where was that note and where you were at with that project. <laughs> So I think that's really good. And Tiffany, at this point, now we're embracing our team uh, to do the same thing with their own personal tasks. Yep, I love that. And and I think the big thing too is like, we live in obviously an age of technology and there are so many different tools and softwares and technology that you can use. But I think there's definitely something to be said for having you know a lean system in your business where you're not using so many other tools outside of what you need, because it does make it easier for your team, right? If you're wanting to continue to scale and grow, having things as accessible for your team so that they can proactively support you all. So you guys can delegate more efficiently is going to be such a game changer for you as you continue to grow and scale. It's, it's not okay. You're not onboarding a team member into chaos, so to speak. They're not feeling as overwhelmed. I mean, obviously, like I said, you'll have those like learning phases where you have to learn new software, whatever that is naturally when you onboard as a new team member, so to speak, but giving them the resources to be successful, to successfully support you guys in growing the business, I think is so, so important. That's what we really try to do for, even for ourselves is how can we consolidate things to make it easier for our team to be able to do their job. And I think that's one thing that click up really, you know, once you get past that learning curve really, really does help support too. It's like so crazy. Like the more I dig in, the more I'm like, I fall in love with this thing. Yeah. <laughs> because like there's so many different templates that you can do. And like, I'm a very visual person. So it's really nice to be able to like create buckets for things and color coordinate the information that I want to see. Like our spreadsheets before our Google sheet was just like a rainbow of colors. And everybody's always like, what is all these colors? But like, that's just how I see things. So it's so amazing that like we can each have a view of the same information, but in a way that makes sense for our brain. thousand percent. And I think that that's like so amazing. Like what other do you have that you can do that that every team member can see things in a way that makes sense for their brain and I think that sometimes like it doesn't make sense for other people to see all these colors but it does to me so I love like adding filters to my view so it's like I'm not messing with other people's views but like I'm creating these 
uh, duplicate pages with the information that I want to see, but like really being able to be like, okay, I know what this, I know what this color means. This is a heavy day. I need more coverage. I need to call my people. I need to see what is available. So, so I'm able to make quick decisions about our daily operation because it's a lot. It's a large operation and the moving parts of running our business are so nuanced and if one thing goes wrong it triggers so many different things in our business so like being able to have the right information and know what to do with that information quickly is essential for our business so i've been just really enjoying getting to learn more things play with more templates it's just like the possibilities are endless I was just going to say, I think it was also very valuable to us being able to do different like folders that some employees has access and other employees has access to other folders uh, because it's a large team with different people doing different things. So we also had to respect like who is working from their phones and how are they going to be able to visualize their to-do list versus who is sitting behind a desk and that they have access to the computer. So it was actually something that was actually really nice for us to be able to customize to meet our team needs as far as having those different needs. Yeah. And I think that's, again, was something that was so unique about you guys is because you have kind of a mixed team in terms of how they work, right? Like you don't have just people sitting at a desk, like a remote business does, right? You have stagers that are out there, you know, doing their job as well. And I think you guys just touched on one of my favorite features about ClickUp is just how customizable it is to people's absorption and retainment styles. And like you just said, how you're more visual, I'm more visual too. Right. But somebody else may absorb information in more of like a checklist fashion or like a list, you know, and the fact that we can build something and then people can then customize it for themselves personally, I think is one of the biggest things that sets ClickUp apart from other project management tools, because you are able to manipulate it for your personal needs. Um, and you're not in the constraints of like a box, so to speak, in terms of how it can be set up. And I think it's nice to just to segue on what you're saying. It's like we're embracing people to like be part of it instead of like resisting like, oh, you assimilate things different than my brain. So like you're not creating these like boxes and putting people into boxes. So I love this because we are a creative team at the end of the day. Like the people that are really running the everyday show, everybody's creative. Everybody's thinking about different ways to improve in their own little section and piece of the pie. So when you are a creative mind, it's great to be able to embrace that, that you're not necessarily an engineer. These things very like data, detail. So I think that it's, a great thing for your team to be able to encourage them to be like, if this is better, if this is a better view for you, like do it this way. And then that way we're not just telling them what to do, you know? Yeah. 
Absolutely. I love it because like, like I said, you guys had such a unique model in terms of your team and it's just to be able to see that in action for us. It's just been so awesome. Once your project was all wrapped up and said and done, it just kind of, you know, goes to show like the, the customization ability and how it really can be accommodating because, you know, ClickUp is, it can be overwhelming. You know, there are lots of features and different ways to set it up. And it's really just pinpointing and really figuring out what that best setup is for you. And, you know, we really tried to highlight on that throughout the process of building out that project. And that's why we do so many touch points throughout. Okay. Phase one is done. We send a loom video and we walk you all through that because like what you just said, what may make sense for us may not make sense for, you know, somebody else and how they are going to absorb that information. And so that's why we really try to keep having those checkpoints throughout the process so that we are making sure to, you know, respect that, right. Respect and embrace that not everybody's going to think exactly how we think. And if we set it up for just how we think it's going to work, then that's not going to encourage you to want to use it. And then it's just going to sit there, you know, and gather dust, so to speak. And we don't want that. That's not, you know, it completely defeats the purpose of us coming in and doing that for you. So I think that was the super, super important piece of that. That was, I think, like I said, one of my favorite things about ClickUp itself. I did really like the fact of like the collaboration, because I think as we did, the setup together and we go back and forth I felt like there was things that I wouldn't have thought about it and you guys presented to our team that ended up being a really good solution and was like oh that's not exactly what we thought about but that actually works great so I think the collaboration ended up being something very valuable for our team yeah I love that and too like I think it's important because you only know what you know. Right. And I think that's another thing to be considerate of too, is, you know, we want to make sure that we're accommodating your all's needs as well. And there's so much you guys can educate us on, obviously about your business and then vice versa. Like when you're seeing it with just your own eyes, sometimes you just need a fresh set of eyes to come in and kind of like, take a look at things differently. So, uh, the collaboration is also just fun for us too, because it gets us to get to use, like I mentioned, those creative juices, so to speak again, in terms of how we can really make that setup work for you all. So I love the collaboration piece. It's so fun for us as well, because we get to kind of dabble outside of what we would typically do. So I know working with so many clients, you know, once is really amazing and it's definitely something to celebrate, but it's also not like with the large team without challenges as well. And with systems, it can really be difficult to stay on top of each project and give your clients the best experience possible. Right. I think that's obviously one of the most important things as business owners that we can do is making sure that we're attentive and paying attention to our client journey and their customer experience. So how do you guys feel like ClickUp has allowed you to streamline your client management process to better serve your clients on a day-to-day basis? So that's a bit of a work in process, the client part. We're learning some things that worked and some things that didn't work, but I think to your point, you never know what you don't know. We have lots of ideas, you know, and then we do it and then we realize, okay, that's like a lot. So one example that we both figured it out that it would be a great idea was to create all these subtasks once we had a new lead. But that was something that, you know, in our day-to-day, it just became really clunky to have so many subtasks. Like it was so overwhelming that like nobody was checking them off because there was so many of them. But that's something that like 
it's also in our video that they talk, well, it's a very simple thing for you to like go back and turn it off because that was something that was brought up to us. Like, well, that might be a lot, you know, but we're like, no, let's do it. So now we're learning that, okay, maybe that wasn't the best idea to like manage that side of the client, but there were other things, you know, I don't know. We're still playing with it. It's, we have like a variety of clients. They have lots of listings at the same time. So it's like being able to really organize that. I think what has been great for our operation is being able to have like the client information all there, but also like be able to feed in the information when the person receives the walkthrough and it's all on ClickUp. So then it's like, there's not a barrier between the team and then whoever is selling, you know, because then there's that communication. So it's been really nice for us to be able to manage different projects. So that's been really great, the connecting clients with our team. Yeah, I think it was really good as like Fernando was saying, to have a central spot to input the information since the very first beginning of the contacts with the client, we were able to get better organized in the sense of having buckets. So this is a new lead. This is a person that we already sent the quote. This is the client that needs to sign the contract. And this is what's actually a staging project that it's set up. So I like to be able to visualize this separated buckets. I think this is really nice. But we also learned <laughs> that ClickUp is not a CRM platform. So now something else that we're working on to see how we can keep a better track. Yeah, just managing the client and creating more onboarding for our clients. So I think for our business model, it didn't fully work through ClickUp. We try to do it all through one avenue. But again, sometimes a business can be so nuanced, like we're saying. So there's so many little things that need to happen and like emails that need to go seven days, 10 days before the contract is up. So there are some things that we really needed to automize, but I love being able to go to ClickUp and see the most up-to-date information about our business at any given time. You know, we can both be out of town and we can still pull up our clip up and see what do we have going on today? How many new leads do we have? So it's like a tangible way for us to keep track, even if we're not here. A thousand percent. And I think that's another good point is, you know, it's recognizing too, like when and where to make changes and what is and is not working, right? That's part of systems in your business. It's not, Hey, we're implementing the system and we're just going to continue to use it as is because we, you know, become complacent or settled or whatever, busy, whatever that looks like. It's also continuing to audit those systems and really think, you know, is this still serving us? Is this still getting us where we want to be and going back and reviewing, is this still working? If not, let's change it. Let's make a change. So I love that you guys are just doing that and like really embracing it for yourself. Um, I love hearing that because sometimes it, you know, that's not really the case with some clients that we'll work with is they just kind of continue to use it for how we've built it, which is fine. 
Um, but I love that you guys are continuing to evolve it for your needs and recognizing what is and isn't working. And I think too, you know, once click up, I'm, I'm waiting for the day that they release invoicing and contracts and things like that, because then it really will be our all in one and we won't have to worry about anything else. But I love that you guys are really just embracing that and figuring out different ways to manipulate it and make it work for your processes and really just diving in um, and getting your hands dirty, so to speak, just kind of like what we talked about previously. I think it's truly the way to like stay in a business, you know, is like embrace chaos and figure it out. Okay. How do we make this better? Because the more you resist things, the more you're just like, no, we're just going to use this as is, or this isn't working. We're just going to make it work. Like you're not really dealing with what the root issue is and it's still going to happen no matter what software you use. You know, if you're having problems of miscommunication with your team, it's still going to happen. Like whatever software you're using, you have to get to the root of things. And I think we're very driven to find these answers that like, we're not just going to settle, you know, and it is uncomfortable. And we tell our team, this is probably not going to be the last version of the software we'll ever use, you know, and we'll, we'll add others. And yeah. Yeah. We always say like, what brought us here, it's not going to necessarily bring us to the next level. So the way that is set up right now is great for the size of a team that we have right now. But if we keep continuing to grow and hiring, maybe 15 employees later, it's we're going to have to readjust the system again. But it's a good thing because it means that the business is growing, is scaling, and that the system support us through that growth. And now we're going to readjust again. I just love the possibilities that ClickUp is like clicking in my mind, like just to even see that like, there's so much you can do and like there's so much you can tailor and then like it expands your knowledge of like what a software is able to do like I would never think you know because I'm not a software person I'm a creative person so I don't spend all this time researching softwares or whatever but when I say something and then it's like yeah like you can do that on ClickUp. Like my husband became like a ClickUp pro because he's like very into like this type of stuff. So he's been helping me, you know, which is nice because I get to see him once a week to like talk ClickUp. But like every time I say something, I'm like, well, can I do this? And he's like, yeah, yeah, you can do that. Like, yeah, you can totally do that. And I'm like, but you don't understand. And he's, and he's like, yeah, no, we can do that. It's great. And I think it's just too, like, you know, listening to you guys talk about the changes that you're making as you're using your system is just also a testament to like why your business has been successful is because you guys are not complacent. You are not settling. You are continuously, you have your hands in your business. You're not, okay, we grew and we're stepping back and we're letting everyone else just kind of do their thing. No, you're keeping your hands in your business. You're constantly evaluating what is and isn't working and you're continuing to evolve those things. And that is, I think a big piece as to why you guys are so successful is because you have a pulse on what's going on and you are continuously auditing that you're continuously evolving it and embracing the change versus stepping back from it, so to speak, because I mean, change is uncomfortable, but being comfortable with being uncomfortable. And I think you guys have really harnessed that and are doing it doesn't come (laughs) free of tears and 
counseling sessions and uh, so many times where we're like, should we just quit? You know, yep. I'm yep. writing my resignation letter today. Yes. Just take this and run with it. But, you yeah. know, then we just keep going somehow, yeah. but it's not, it's not easy. Courtney. Yeah. Really oh, oh, I'm aware. <laughs> I think, I think every business owner has those moments where we're like, what am I doing? Why did I do this? I'm done. Like I'm throwing in the towel. I'm just going to go. But have- you can't quit, yeah. right? I, I'm yep. You can't do it. It's just like in your nature. It's just like, I can't and, do it. And it ends up being the most needy <laughs> child that you'll yep. ever have. Like it's your growing a business, you know, like my children aren't as needy as this business is. Like, in fact, I think all my gray hairs are just from running this. It's not even from motherhood. But it's like, we love it. It is like growing a baby together. You know, like we put so much blood, sweat and tears and money and like nights without a sleep. And so it's like, it's exciting to us to like keep improving because it's like, it's your child, it's your baby. You want it to keep improving. You don't want it to die, you know, but it takes a lot of efforts. Yeah thousand percent. Sorry to interrupt this episode, but this will be real quick. If you started your business, you are your own boss, but along with being the CEO, you're also the accountant, the marketing manager, creative director, executive assistant, and many more titles. If you don't do it, it doesn't get done. And if you need help doing it all, you need HoneyBook. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communication, booking, contracts, and invoices all in one place. With HoneyBook, you can automate your busy work and they have a ton of easy to use templates for emails, proposals, brochures, and invoices. I personally use HoneyBook to simplify my booking process in my business and stay on top of inquiries and clients in my pipeline. All you have to do is go to the link below in the show notes and sign up today. Alrighty, now let's get back to the show. Okay. So, you know, it's been a little over two months since you guys off boarded with us. So what would you say your all's favorite feature? Like maybe you each have one or two of your favorite features or, or things that has been set up in ClickUp. That's your favorite. So my favorite thing is that I'm finally learning how to use <laughs> ClickUp to manage our operation, like from ClickUp. So like I'm playing with the calendar view and like filters as information that I need to know for like running the day-to-day, like if you're running the day-to-day, you don't necessarily need to like know, you know, what a new lead is coming in or if it's a dead lead. So like just tailoring that part of our business for ClickUp, that's been my favorite so far because it's actually making things a lot easier and a lot more smoother in our operation. Like the more we're able to do things on ClickUp, the more successful we've had because all the information is there. We're like, you know, having these meetings where we're on ClickUp, we're adding information there, we're like going over things. So I think that's a favorite thing because like when our team is thriving, then we're thriving, you know, then we're not getting pulled away to like deal with things with emergencies. So I would say that's my favorite thing right now. It's just being able to like have smooth sailing and there's there's so stuff that goes wrong, but it's at a like lesser you know so it's been it's manageable it's more manageable yeah 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 I think for me it's just so we're in different aspects of the business so Fernanda's more involved with the day-to-day operation and I'm more involved with back end and future growth of the business 
And money. She's our money girl. Yeah. <laughs> it's all the money. <laughs> That's right. My favorite part. <laughs> so I think it's like really being able to manage so many projects because I go from what is going to be the next system that we're going to implement to money to social media. And I'm involved with so many different subjects and it's hard to get organized on my own head. So I think for me, just being able to have a one-stop shop for all of those subjects and knowing like everything is on ClickUp and I can track the progress of each project within ClickUp. I think that's really helpful. And also like being able to reference to things on the past So like if I wanted to reference to all the documents or our trucks information, our insurances, our photo shoots, like everything is in there. So I know that I can find the same click up. So well, I think also to that point, we recorded reels yesterday. So Flavia did a whole breakdown of everything that we were recording with where to find the video. And the more we scale, the more we see how scarce time is and how much you need to protect that. And for us to be able to shoot that many reels before, it would have taken us how long? Like maybe two hours? Like a really long time. (laughs) It took us how long yesterday? It was really fast. It took us like less maybe like 45 minutes because we had everything set up so we had like this is what we're doing this is what the caption is gonna be this is what the music background is gonna be so it was like really quick and because I have click open printing the has two so we could both access the information at the same time and we didn't have to be like oh but where is this like what are we doing right now where do I find this So that made it really easy to match content. That makes my heart so happy. Yeah, because you got to get a VSA change, you know, and I think we're on this journey of like, how do we become efficient at what we do and really optimize our time and really like set boundaries for those things. Like we're going to talk for this for 27 minutes and it's going to be 27 minutes and we need to make a decision. So I guess, ClickUp giving us time. That's invaluable. You know, you can't go back in time. So I think that's, I guess that's my favorite thing is the time that ClickUp is giving us. It's giving me time back in my life. I love it. No, I think that's such a perfect example. You know, it really does. It just streamlines everything so much. You know, for myself right now, I'm working on such a limited schedule because I'm a new mom and, you know, we're, we're adjusting coming back off of maternity leave. And that's one thing that I've realized too, is like, time is very precious in the time that I have to work in my business. And I have to be so much more efficient with the time I am given. And so it's really helped me to really have tunnel vision in terms of, okay, this is what you need to do. This is the exact things that you have on your plate for the day or for the week. So that when I do have that opportunity to sit down and work for a little bit, I know exactly what I need to be doing. I know exactly where it's at, what the team has provided and I'm in and out and it makes it so much easier and just gives me such peace of mind to know that, okay, everything's running smoothly. I came in, I did my job. I can step back out. I can be present with my family or do whatever I need to do. And that's because it's been set up so efficiently. And so I totally a thousand percent agree with you that 
giving me the time and space that I need to be able to be present for the other things in my life has been like one of the biggest, biggest things for me. And that's obviously not without things like, you know, my team and things of that nature as well, but it's structured enough that the team is, it's easy for them to do their job and know exactly what they need to be doing with me being able to step back as well. And just being comfortable with knowing that they've been able to take their role and run with it. That's amazing. That's like the biggest thing as business owners is like, yeah, it's so hard to like delegate. It's so hard to be like, oh, can somebody do this the same way as I would? And maybe they won't, you know, but you have to give them the opportunity to do it. And in order to do that, they just need to know where to find the information and be empowered. And I think that comes back to being like great leaders and really empowering people to like learn, figure out solutions and not just focus on the problem on what the issue is, but really think outside the box of like, okay, I have everything I need here. How do I, you know, how do I find this information? Well, you know, it's, it's been so fun, like talking to you guys throughout this episode and just really kind of getting to know a little bit more about how you guys have been using your system in the back end after we've offered the project. But, um, just a little fun question is what do you feel like was your favorite part about working with the team? I know you may have touched on this previously, but what do you think your favorite part? Sure. I think for me, like I said before, it, it was being able to collaborate and kind of like bounce ideas back and forth. I think I really like that aspect because you guys were able to come up with solutions that I didn't quite ever thought about it. And I think that it was very positive to us. I think to me, so Flavia did a lot of the onboarding. Like I would watch the looms after, but like she really like dove really deep into like breaking things down. And like, so a lot of the things that were set up were so in her mind and I think what I appreciated the most is when we started to implement was literally the time we had like a snowstorm here, couldn't work, Flavia went out of town and I'm like off running this software that I have very little idea. Everybody's freaking out and I'm like, okay, like let's hold this together. And it was so nice. I reached out and was like, guys, we need a little bit more time. Like I couldn't even have enough days to run with this because there was a snowstorm. So like I knew I wasn't going to be able to get all these questions that evidently popped up within the time frame that I had. So I thought it was so nice that we had a little bit of a grace there because of the snowstorm and we're able to extend a little bit our support. And that was very reassuring to me, trying to like figure out how to run with this, like knowing that I had a support, you know, that I wasn't going to be like thrown to the wolves, so to speak. Exactly. (laughs) So I would say that was really nice. Well, we loved working on your all's project. I really appreciate you guys taking the time today to, to chat with us about it. And as always with all of our episodes, we like to wrap it up with some fun little rapid fire questions. I'll ask three. The first one being is what is your all's favorite TV show right now? I don't have one because we're so busy. I literally lost my remote in my bedroom and don't have time to watch TV anymore. 
so I'll get a lot of hate for this one, but I have been liking Georgina, like Cristiano's Ronaldo wife on uh -huh. Netflix. I, we're watching it too. You are. Stop yeah, it. my yeah. husband, he's European. He's from Europe. Did you like it? He did. He loved it. It was hard for me to watch because I normally, when I have the TV on, I'm working on something else. Um, and so like, I really had to, I wanted to pay attention and I couldn't, but he, he sat there and absorbed the whole thing, but he's a big, you know, he's from uh, Moldova and Eastern Europe. Uh, and he loves soccer. His brother plays professional soccer in Germany. And so it was like really fun for him to get to watch, but we watched it too. So I'm right there with you. I liked watching. <laughs> yeah no I enjoyed I thought it was like really good and I like to see how quick um, she got used to the lifestyle because yeah. they really only have been together for six years yeah and I think coming from where she came from to like where she is right now mm -hmm. but I also like that she has like a lot of times where she truly shows her personality and yeah how... and just normal Yeah, like yeah. how she's a truly thoughtful person. Yeah. Like she was an um, au pair and she still like invites the kids to her kids' birthday party. And like where she is right now, she doesn't have to. But my favorite part is like all the fittings she does at the like designer stores. Like that's why I'm there because I'm like, what is gonna be the next outfit? You know, I'm there for the love. Yeah, I like <laughs> the fashion. It was refreshing. Like if you go from like watching a show like you know Keeping Up with the Kardashians, you know people with a lot of money, and then you go and you watch a show like this, and just like seeing the personality differences, and like I think that was what was so fun for me to watch that show. It was just so refreshing to see her just be so relatable like so like she just kind of like kept to who she was the entire time and that's why I really loved watching the show because she was just like okay this was a person who came into a lot of you know wealth and success and fame very very quickly and she stuck to her roots and I thought that that was really really cool to watch like throughout that show yeah no I love that too Well, I guess I'll have to watch that once I find my remote. Yeah, I know you guys should watch. <laughs> you guys made me so interested right now. Yeah, I know you gotta watch it. You have, you have to. to go find your remote no, first. <laughs> um, okay, dream travel location. Um, I've always wanted to like go to Bali. Bali's a good one. And just like get one of those little huts there and just have another honeymoon with my husband at some point mine is very cliche too but I have been obsessing about this idea of going to Maldives and stop uh in Dubai um so that is my like next one but I also love like all the Asian like I've been to the Philippines and to China and that's Definitely something that I wanted to keep exploring as the Asian countries too. Yeah, I love that. I've actually been to Bali and Bali is a good one. I will say that it is a fun place to go. And it's just, it's so laid back, the entire environment there. And it just like really forces you to slow down and just like appreciate the present and like appreciate where you're at in life. And I, I really loved that trip. It was a lot of and fun. Get the $5 massages. <laughs> yeah, that too. Like every day I was like, okay, I'm going to go get a massage again today because yes, it's so convenient to take care of yourself, you know? Um, and then the last question is, is what did you uh, want to be when you grow up when you were little? Like, what did you want to be when you grew up? 
Ooh. So my mom is a psychologist and I feel like I've been in this world my whole life. She's been analyzing me for so long and I always had it in my mind that I wanted to be a psychologist and she was like, no, don't do it. It's like, she really didn't want me to do it, but I think that's what I thought I was going to do it. But I've always been creative too. Like, I always like to like imagine things and draw. So I think it worked for me. Like I went into interior design and it's creative. Yeah. It's such a creative outlet. Yeah, for me, it was to be a, I don't know what the name would be, but a fashionista. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to college for interior design and I just kind of wanted to like work within that area. Uh, and I really thought I wanted to become a buyer for a big like uh, department store. And that's why I have worked with this in Brazil for a long time. And when I moved to here, I joined Nordstrom with that intent. But it, all of a sudden, I was like, no, I don't want to do the big corporation anymore. And I would never go back. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you're kind of, you're a fashionista of the interior design world. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, she is. I always call her for my my fashion advices. I'm like, what should I wear? We have this photo shoot. I need help. She's like, well, where is that? Yes, I I need one of those in my pocket too. <laughs> so. And Fernanda for sure works on all her psychology <laughs> with me because I'm like, this is going on and this is going on. And then she comes up with a solution that I'm like, how do you know myself better than I do? You know. So you guys are technically <laughs> kind of living out those childhood dreams in some form or fashion now. I mean, yeah, what? <laughs> there you go. Yay for you accomplish your childhood dreams. <laughs> I love it. What did you want to do, Courtney? I wanted to be Indiana Jones. <laughs> do you know who Indiana Jones is? Wow. I wanted to be like this, like traveling archaeologist. I was like, when I was little, I don't know why I was like obsessed with like Egyptian history. And I wanted to go like, go explore the pyramids and like, go do, you know, just explore, be an explorer. And, uh, did that didn't exactly work out for me? That's not really why you don't see me wearing my Indiana Jones hat going and doing a digging up any like <laughs> treasure. Well, now you're exploring the world of ClickUp and software, <laughs> which is basically essentially the same thing. Essentially. It's exactly the same thing. So. We're all living our dreams. <laughs> so amazing. Well, you guys, it was such a pleasure talking with you guys today. Um, and again, I really appreciate your all's time and your project was so much fun. Um, if anybody is interested in getting in contact with you all, what is the best way for them to do that? Our Instagram is always a good way. Um, so upstaging Seattle or our email is info at upstagingseattle.com. Awesome. Perfect. Well, again, thank you guys so much. And thank you to everybody for, yeah, for listening. If you guys have questions for them, have questions for us, we'll put everything in the show notes, but thank you guys so much for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Thanks so much for joining me for another episode of the Elevate Effect podcast. If you liked what you heard, share the episode with your best friend, team member, or even your dog. If you have a minute, leave a review below or DM me on Instagram to let me know what you want to hear on the podcast next. Thanks again, and I can't wait to see you next week.